jungle. What's going on, Alvin? It's Wednesday. Normally, we reserve it and wait until Friday, but you know I've got to have that decky, yeah? I've got to have that decky, yeah? It's a hump day. We are on the strip, live from the fountains of the Bellagio. I am Jim Rome. Our Super Bowl coverage continues. Brought to you by Wendy's. With Wendy's breakfast, two for three dollar biggie bundles. You can choose the pair you want. Limited time only during breakfast hours. U.S. price and participation may vary. Not valid in a combo. Single item at regular price. If you're watching on CBS Sports Network, look at Vegas. The sun is out. Check out the sphere. Again, the graphics on the sphere are crazy. Welcome to the show. I am Jim Rome. All right, we are wall-to-wall once again. Got a big-time, a big-time program for you. Lots of guests. Let me say this. If you've been watching this week, if you know anything about our Super Bowl coverage, you know we're going to run through as many guests as we possibly can. Today, it's a little bit different in this regard. The first couple of days, we've had almost everybody exclusive, exclusively right here on the set at the Bellagio. Today, we are going to bounce back and forth from Radio Row to our set on the Bellagio. So it's about to get nice. It's a Wednesday, so we have an ATP. And we have a whole lot of guests. Let me run down the guest lineup for you very quickly. Coming up later on today, hour number one, Anthony Munoz, one of the best to ever do it, Hall of Famer. Always run him down the week of Super Bowl. Looking forward to that. Kendrick Bourne, Fletcher Cox, top of hour number two. Jake Glazer, Hall of Famer Derek Brooks, Hall of Famer Dan Marino. Daniel White will be on set in hour number three. And Brock Bowers getting ready for the upcoming NFL draft. He will join me in the final segment of Hour 3. Now, things in Vegas, obviously, get kind of kooky, so let me open it up to you. Here's my first guest walking over if you're watching on TV. Telephone number is toll-free, 1-800-636-8686. If you want to hit me up on the X platform, do so. I'm at Jim Rome, and you know you can still email me at Rome, R-O-M-E, at Habitate.com. Let's not waste any time. Let's get right at it. We are joined right now by a former NFL defensive back. He played 17 years for the Steelers, the Ravens, the Raiders, the 49ers. He is a member of the Pro Football Hall of Fame. He was inducted in 2009. He won a Super Bowl with the Ravens in 2001. An 11-time Pro Bowler, a nine-time All-Pro, the 1993 NFL Defensive Player of the Year. There's more. I don't even have time to get to it all. He appears courtesy of the NFL Alumni Health. Of course, I'm talking about my man, Rod Woodson. Rod, it is awesome to see you, man. How you doing? Jim, it is great to be here. You look, you have aged so well. You look my so man. good, man. Mom, man, I appreciate you saying that, dude. You too. You too. How you feeling? I'm feeling great. Love it. I'm glad everybody's here. This is my hometown now. I've been here for four years. I'm glad the Super Bowl is here. I'm glad that everybody's enjoying our sunshine that we're starting to get here this week. So it's going to be fun. It's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. Rod Woodson is joining us. I'm glad you mentioned this is your town. For instance, last spring you were the head coach and GM of the Las Vegas Vipers of the XFL. I'm curious, what about that experience? What was your biggest takeaway after being an assistant coach in the NFL as long as you were? What was the experience like last year for you with the XFL? It taught me a lot about who I am, but it taught me a lot about what a head coach really goes through. I mean, you you go through more than it shouldn't be. You shouldn't be called coach. You should be called a manager, like kind of like they would do in baseball. Sure, you're a manager. I mean, it's you have so many different things that come to your plate that has nothing to do with football. Everything outside of football, and that's one of the things that I give a lot of credit to all these head coaches in the National Football League and all the sports that do it on a daily basis and year after year. That they have to take that on. It, it gives you a lot, but it, it's a handful, but it teaches you a lot about who you are. We're talking to Rod Woodson, so having gone through that, it's different. You learned about yourself, you learned about that gig. Did you learn that you like that gig, or did you learn that you don't want that gig? 
No, I love I love coaching because I love you know I was blessed when I was in Pittsburgh to have Tony Dungy, Rod Rust, you know, uh, uh, Mean Joe Green was there, Chuck Knoll was there, and then they leave, and then Dick LeBeau, Dom Capers, and Bill Cower comes in. So for that ten year period, giving back to not only in football but in life. So for me. Coaching, giving back to players on the football field is one thing, but giving back tidbits and planting seeds in life is another. Hall of Famer Rod Woodson joining us. You know, I'm glad you mentioned the Steelers. I was going to ask you about them because the one guy you didn't mention was Mike Tomlin. And Rod, there's something weird going on. Whenever I mention Mike Tomlin on this show, Steeler fan hits me up and hits me hard, and they can't get rid of this guy soon enough. Do you share their frustration, or do they just not get how good they have it with this guy? Well, you know, I think the Steelers have done it right. They've done it the right way. They've picked leaders. And if you think about Chuck Knoll, you think about Bill Cowher, you think about Mike Tomlin, only three coaches in the history of their franchise. He has done a lot of good things. He's won a Super Bowl. I know he hasn't been back recently. Uh, He is still a really good coach. And I look at him and say, they have talent, but it's sporadic. It's not across the board. It's sporadic. And for how... He is still winning the majority of his games year in and year out. It's been amazing. So, you know, you've got to be very careful what you wish for. Because if you get rid of Mike Tomlin, who are you going to bring in? This is what I keep like, saying. Who are you going to bring? Who's going to be better than Mike? And, you know, I, I, I love Mike. And if, you, if anybody's ever in the room, I sat in there one time listening to him speak to the team. And I, when he got done, I walked up to him and said, man, if I could still play, I would play for you. I say that's really high praise. I mean, it seems to me the coach's job is to get as much as they possibly can out of the talent they've been given. This is what this guy does, right? He definitely does. I mean, he he gets every ounce of it. And week in and week out, year after year, and I look at him and go, man, where's the talent, especially on the offensive side? Like, where's it been? Where's it at? And since Ben left, they've been struggling on that side of the ball. And for me, the way Mike has he allows his players to be themselves inside of their system as long as they don't go rogue. Um, but what he's done year after year with the talent that he has at hand, I think is amazing. Rod Woodson joining us. I mentioned you were also in the front office. You were a GM last year, too. What was that experience like? And going forward, what kind of an opportunity are you looking for now? Uh, listen, whatever doors God opens up for me, he'll open that door. Uh, I'll be able to walk through it. Uh, as a GM, you know, I, I have the same out kind of the same mindset the Steelers have always had. Find the best athlete, the best player that you can find, irrelevant of what he looks like. Because huh. everybody's looking for, you know, you got to be a 6-2 corner. You got to have a wingspan of such and such. You got to you got to run a 4-3-something, 4-4-40. Four, four, no, you don't have to. I, I think if you can find the best athletes and put them together collectively with a good co- coaching staff, that's when you build a really good environment, and that's when you have winning football teams. We are talking to Rod Woodson. So, Rod, you, of course, were with the Raiders for a long time, and Antonio Pierce gets that job full-time. He was an interim head coach. The team obviously responded really, really well to him. I understand why they hired him, but it seems to me you hire a guy like that not because of what he just did, but what he can still do for you going forward. What do you make of that hire, and what does he need to do to get the silver and black back in a place where they're competing with Kansas City on the yearly, on the annual? The one thing I love what he said recently is that, listen, if you're not wearing silver and black, we're, we're going to try to be physical, violent. And even though in this football world it can't be overly violent now, you know what I'm saying, uh, as, a, as a, the way the flags get thrown against defensive players. But I think what he has, he has a good message. 
like he's been a Raider fan for a long time. He understands what it's what it is to be a Raider. And as long as they understand that, as long as his message is on point, I, I think it's look, we're going to be physical. We're going to be fast. We're not going to apologize that we're physical and fast, and we're going to keep playing. And for them, it was about getting the right offensive coordinator in. And you got to hope that's going to be the case. Did, I was going to say, did they? Well, I, you don't know. You don't know until he starts coaching. And I, I like the talent they have. You know, they can add some more weapons, obviously. But I think Antonio is going to have them play really fast, hard football, and it's going to be the old Raider way. Rod Woodson, one of the best ever to do it, joining us here on the set in Las Vegas. Now, you won that Super Bowl in 2001 as part of a legendary Ravens defense led by Ray Lewis, who won the MVP honors in the game that day. Looking at the Niners defense, looking at the Chiefs defense this week, which of those two defenses do you have more confidence in right now? Ooh, that's a hard. You know, the, the Chiefs defense has played really good football this year. I mean, they really have. I mean, they, I was really surprised how good they played throughout the whole year because it's the previous years has been the offense. The offense has kind of kept them around, and the defense would play well sporadically throughout the year, but they've played solid football. Listen, Sneed has become one of the best corners in the National Football League where last year he didn't. He played well, but he didn't play like this. And I, I think, you know, you got to give Spags. Spags has done he, – he's been around the league for a long time. He understands what it takes to, to play. They, they got playmakers across the board. Um, you know, I love – the 49ers, I do. I, I think Warner is a beast for the middle linebacker no position. Uh, they got players across the board for them. They have not played great football, right? These two playoff games, but they won. And for me, when I watch that, I'm going. I'm looking at them, going. I know they're not, not going to play three bad games. I just don't think they will. I think they're going to play really good football. It's going to be a fun game to watch. Hey, Rod, what if they don't? I mean, they did what they had to do. Credit for that. They did what they had to do. They found a way to get it done. But if they play defense the way they have the last couple of games, is it going to be good enough to win on Sunday? That would be a tough one. The one thing that you don't want, you don't want Brock Purdy have to throw the ball 35 to 40 times in a game. Mm. That's not who the system is. The system is to, hey, listen, they got the best running back in the National Football League playing for the 49ers. Right, you got to give him the ball, run the ball. You got to give him to him in the passing game. Let him find his mismatches. Give the ball, distribute the ball to your playmakers and the Debo and Ayuk and Kittle. You do that. They keep the game close. When they keep the game close, they win those games. It's when they get the when the game gets too far away from them. That's when you're putting too much. I think too much on the shoulders of Brock Purdy, and that's not what they are. See, that's interesting. Like, how much do you put on his shoulders? For instance, when you won that Super Bowl with the Ravens, the whole talk about Trent Dilfer was, hey, listen, just don't make any mistakes. Don't make any mistakes. Do what you have to do. You've got playmakers everywhere. Let them do what they do best, and don't make mistakes. Is that enough for Brock Purdy, or does he have to make plays, and does he have to make big plays for them to win? Well, he's made plays all year long. Yes. People are always talking about how he's a game manager. And I'm like, wait, he's a really good game manager. Sorry sorry to interrupt. That's what I want to say. Number one, I don't think that's a wrap. Being a good game manager is a good thing. And number two, he's more than that. He is. Like, you have these playmakers. You still got to distribute the football (laughs) to them. They can't throw and catch it. Not to go just sell on anybody, but they can't throw it and catch it themselves. I mean, so you still have to distribute the football to your guys who are open. And he has done that tremendously. And the only reason he they consider him as a game manager because where he was drafted. That's it. And how and if how he, he was looks. a number one and pick. And how he looks. Right. Which you said in the beginning doesn't matter. And if he was a number one pick. Yeah. In the first round. He'd be they, a would, legend. they would not be saying that. Oh no. They'd be like this is the guy. 
and we knew it all along. Listen, let me ask you really quickly before I ask you why you're here. I want to ask you, because you mentioned playmakers. You were, it was your job to shut down playmakers. You were really, really good at that job. Travis Kelsey, one of the best playmakers of any generation or any era. If you had to match up with him, how would you try to slow him down? I'm being physical. Yeah. You got to be physical with Travis Kelsey. You can't let him off the ball. Very similar to two weeks ago when the Ravens played him. They didn't touch him off the ball. Mm. You can't allow, you can't give Patrick Mahomes his number one read right away. <laughs> you got to take away the number one read and make him go to two to three. And if they beat you doing it that way, you can live so with that, right? I can live with that. But I can't give you number one and number two and number three and let you have your day throughout the whole game. All right, so Rod, you're here on behalf of the NFL Alumni Health, which is teamed up with the DEA administration. It's the One Pill Can Kill Public Health campaign. Lay that out for me. What are you doing and what is that all about? Yeah, you think about where fentanyl. Fentanyl is getting cut into everything. And people, these, people in, in this world are in social media and they're buying product online, not from a licensed physician, not from a licensed uh, pharmacist, but online. And 300 people a day last year died from fentanyl use. And only three grains of fentanyl can kill you. So to me, this is spreading the word that, hey, let's be smart what you're doing. If you have a happy, listen, make sure you, whatever you're doing, if you want to get some, you, you need to get pain medicine, go to your, go to your licensed physician. If you need to, talk to a licensed pharmacist. Do everything the right way because all these people who are dying don't have to die. Listen, we talk to our kids about this all the time. It's not hard to get, and you don't know what you're getting. You don't. You have no idea what they're cutting it with. And, and, and that's one of the questions. When I, when I saw the campaign, I'm like, I'm in. Uh, I mean, it's personal for me because my oldest son had, a, had an issue with uh, addiction back in the day. Uh, obviously, he's gotten through it. Obviously, it wasn't like it is today where they're cutting it with fentanyl. Uh, so I was blessed that it happened in that, that time frame. But so many other parents and family members are passing away because they're not paying attention. And they trust the site that they're being honest. Because it's a platform and it's social media. So you assume it's okay, but it might not be. Rod Woodson, very powerful message, my man. So good to see you. Good Appreciate see you. the friendship. You look Appreciate good. Appreciate. You got some purple. You play. For, you must have been for the Rangers. No, man, it's, all, no, it's not that, man. So it's all about trying to stay warm, man. You know I'm an LA native. I'm trying to stay warm. Appreciate you, Rod, so much. Good Absolutely. to see you. Appreciate Rod it. Woodson, one of the best to ever do it. And that's a good way to start the hump day. Yeah, I'm rocking the purple mock. Go ahead. Come on, clones. Come at me. Let me know. Let me hear all of it. I don't care, man. I don't care. I'm here to stay warm. It is sunny out. The rain has stopped, but it's getting a little bit colder. But you know what? It does not matter. If you're watching on CBS Sports Network, would you look behind me best view ever best set ever and we're having an absolutely awesome awesome week take a short time out and we will continue right outside the fountains of the bellagio are you looking for a super offer for super bowl 58 DraftKings sportsbook has you covered new customers can bet on the big game and turn five bucks into 200 instantly in bonus bets what you want to do is download the DraftKings sportsbook app right now use the code rome r-o-m-e new customers can bet five bucks and get 200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings sportsbook an official sports betting partner of super bowl 58 with the code rome the crown is yours you do have to be present in state we're lawful to wager 
gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia. Visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus age, varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. You're listening to The Jim Rome Show. So far, so great. My man Rod Woodson kicking off Wednesday. We are live from the fountains of the Bellagio. I'm Jim Rome, continuing with our Super Bowl coverage. I will be here the entire week. If you're just joining us now midstream, we're not doing it from Radio Row. We busted out. We are on the strip right outside the Bellagio. The sun is out, having a tremendous day. And there he is. We are joined right now by one of the greatest offensive linemen to ever play the game. He played for 13 years after being the third pick overall in 1980 out of USC. He was inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame in 1998. He played in two Super Bowls. He was an 11-time Pro Bowler, an 11-time All-Pro. Like Rod Woodson before him, I could keep going, but i got to get to the interview. He is appearing courtesy of the 36th annual Super Bowl breakfast being held this Saturday at Caesars Palace. I am talking about the legendary Anthony Munoz, my man. One of my favorite things to do this time of year, every single year, is run you down. I know you and I can sit down and get to chop it up, so it's great to see you, man. How you doing? Always good seeing you, man. Thanks for having me. I'm doing fantastic. Can't complain. Dude, you look fantastic. Do you feel fantastic? You know, I feel pretty good for an old guy, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Just get up every morning, move around, you know, work out some. I, I I still work out every day and uh, trying to, I, I know I won't master the game, but trying to play as much golf as I can and chase some grandkids around. So uh, I feel good. I you really know, do. I, I actually could follow you either way, either golf or working out. <laughs> Man, golf, I want to be careful how I say this. I said this recently, and it's way too deep for me to get into with you, but my listeners are going to react wrong. But golf is the great equalizer, isn't it? <laughs> This is why guys, even great, great elite athletes like you, love it because you can't master it. Am I right? You're absolutely correct. And for me, it's not – if we go out and play golf, I don't want to compete against you. I'm competing against the course I'm playing, man. I want to, I want to do well in the course, and it, it is. You know, for someone like myself, I played baseball from the age of seven, played in college. To face a guy throwing a 90-plus fastball, I'm, okay, I can hit that thing. That golf ball sits on the, on the Dude, ground. Stationary. Even move. It's not moving, my man. It's, it's not stationary. Moving. And I'm trying to move it in the right direction, but it is. It's a great equalizer. You know, at my age, I can play with younger guys and vice versa. So I love the game. Anthony, did you pitch? I did. I pitched one year at USC. I was a relief pitcher. High school, I was a third baseman pitcher, but the one year I played at USC, I was a relief pitcher. Okay, and you threw left-handed. What kind of movement did you have? Well, actually, right-handed. Okay, I was you right-handed. did. Yeah, yeah. Mike yeah. Lombardi and I were talking yeah. about this yesterday. You threw right-handed. Yeah. What kind of a pitcher were yeah. you? Well, when I got to college, I had a fastball curveball. That's all I had. Huh. So I get to college. Great pitching coach there taught me a change. I'm thinking, okay, I got three pitches now. You'll remember the name, Don McMahon. Oh, yeah. San Francisco Giants. He happened to be there helping out. He taught me a slider. So all of a sudden, I go from having a fastball and a curve. Now you've got a repertoire, and my I'm man. Like, so I felt pretty good, but it was just one and out because of injuries. And uh, actually, one and out got to experience going to the World Series. We won the World Series on that team with Rod Dato. Oh, yeah. And oh, uh, yeah. so, I mean, you know, I played one year. 
Uh, I can say I'm undefeated pitcher in call. I want to know. <laughs> My man, I, I don't know that everybody knows that about you. I'm glad we could talk about that. Let me ask you really quickly about the role of experience in the Super Bowl because you played in a couple of these games. I mean, is it one of those things that where it's totally overrated or is experience on the big stage actually a necessity? How important is it? I tell you what, you know, I don't know if it's a, a necessity, but it, it is definitely not overrated. I mean, it's, you know, I look at my career. From January or whenever my last game was until I go to camp, I ran, I lifted, I mean, I busted my tail doing technique because once July rolled around, rolled around I was going to camp, my focus was playoffs and getting to the Super Bowl. So that's, you know, as a, as a teammate, that was what I prepared for. So having the opportunity to play in two Super Bowls, amazing. It's just a great experience. And I know we lost two. But I got there twice, and uh, you know, I'm thankful for that. The guys I played with, amazing players. Anthony Munoz joining us. The one unfortunate thing was, other than the loss, you ran into Joe Montana twice. <laughs> hey, look, I'm a big Joe guy. All right, No matter what, I'm always, whenever the conversation comes up about the GOAT, I'm always going to say Joe is in that conversation. Let me ask you something. If Patrick Mahomes wins this weekend, is he now in that conversation with Joe and Tom Brady? I think so. Yeah. I think so. And let me just add something about Joe. Please. Not only 0-2 in Super, I was 0 for 5. Again. Oh, so the one, we went 3-1 and one at USC against Notre Dame. The one loss, Joe Montana. Joe. Two Super Bowls. You can't shake this, dude. Two regular season games. And so I'm like 0 for Joe. I mean, when I get to Super Bowl site and I see Joe or I see the highlights, I kind of start shaking. No, I'm, I'm good. But uh, yeah, the guy is the, I, one of the best. I so appreciate you saying that, but take a moment to talk about Joe because I think as we get older, people either forget or they don't know. Yeah. And I've always defended the guy, man. There was just something weird. Like, he was a sorcerer, man. He was a wizard. Like, you can't really explain what made him as good as he was, or can you? Like, did, Joe was a different cat. I'm going to say he's a winner. Yeah. <laughs> And he elevated everyone else around him. I mean, you look at him, and physically, he's not like, whoa, man, look at this guy. He's big. But the mental capacity he had, the anticipation, knowing where every guy was every time. But he was a winner. I mean, you know, I can say that because 0-5, but the guy was amazing. I can't believe people forget about what he did in the 80s, early 90s. I'll never forget, and people shouldn't forget. True football historians should not believe forget what Joe Montana did. I'll carry that flag. The guy was amazing. The guy yeah. was absolutely yep. amazing. I agree. Anthony Munoz, also amazing. One of the best to ever do it. I want to be very careful when I make this comparison. I'm not making the comparison per se, but when you talk about Joe being a winner and what makes him so, how much of that do you see in your guy Joe Burrow? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I'm not going to start to make the comparison, but Joe is the real deal. Yeah, he is. I'll start out by saying we got to keep Joe healthy, upright. But, man, the guy, every part of his game, I just sit there and amaze. I go to every home game when he's playing, and I watch him, the way the guys fight for him. You hear guys talk about him. They love him. They love playing for him. Yeah, free agents come in, have dinner with them, and say, I got to come play with this guy. He's got that it, right? He has the it. And, uh, you know, we got a guy that, again, if he stays healthy and they continue to keep him, he's going to play a long time. But I just love watching him play. I have two. I have a bunch of grandkids. There's a couple that I'm, you know, around a lot, and they're – Seventh and eighth graders, pretty good athletes. And I say, watch Joe. Don't watch the passes he makes, how he leads you off it. I say, watch how he handles adversity and success. Uh-huh. That's uh-huh. what I'm all about. Watch how they do that. He doesn't rip his guys. He encourages them. He does something well. He goes to the bench, come back and do it. He throws a pick six. You don't see him going nuts. He goes to the bench. 
bench, makes adjustments, comes in, leads him 80 yards. Because he knows he's going to make a play. Exactly. He always knows he's going to make a play. And he's not going to ask anybody to do what he himself wouldn't do. I mean, when you have a guy like that who's the face of the franchise, every team wants it. Very few get it. But when you have that guy and he gets it, I mean, to your point, though, you got to keep him upright. seems to me it doesn't matter how good this guy is, how good his weapons are around him, because he has weapons. you got to take care of this guy. What do you think about the guys playing in front of him right now? You know, I think they have the, the nucleus. I think they have the guys. There. They're just consistent. I think consistency is a word that I need them to be. Is, uh, you know, they, they signed you know, the big Brown from uh, Orlando Brown from Kansas City. Uh, I really like Volson. He's in his, going into I his third too. year. I mean, yeah. the guy is big and strong and tough. Uh, Kappa has come in. Uh, you know, done a great job, but the guy that has come in and really established himself not only as an excellent player, but a leader, and that's Karras. Mm. Karras is unbelievable, and then you got Jonah Williams. I think they have the, the making of a pretty good line. It's just they have to be consistent. Anthony Munoz joining us, Now I mentioned at the very top. All those accomplishments, but what I did not mention, you're also a former winner of the Bart Starr Award, which honors the NFL player who best exemplifies character, integrity, leadership. The award's going to be presented Saturday at Caesars Palace what can you tell me about the event and who is going to get the award this year? Great event. Great event. I won that award a couple years ago. I was the, actually the second recipient. Steve Largent was the first. I was uh, back in the, I think it was 89, 90, something like that. Minka Fitzpatrick Jr., defensive back from the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, is winning it. Uh, you look at the list of, of previous winners, I mean, just as recent as Kirk Cousins, all the way back to you know Mike Singletary and Reggie White. Uh, so it's a great fraternity of Bart Starr award winners. Just think about the name that it carries, Bart Starr, winner right. of the first two Super Bowls. Hey, what, 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 I was going to say, what does that name represent oh, to you? A winner, again, a winner, man of character, a man of faith, great man, great family man. And that's what that name, when I hear the name Bart Starr, that's what it's all about. And I'm excited that uh, Saturday morning at Caesars, athletes in action, uh, you know, they'll be able to give this award to, to Minka Fitzpatrick Jr. And a young guy. I mean, he's what, 26, 27 years old, uh, doing a phenomenal job, not on the field, but as you mentioned, family, community, teammates. And, uh, and that's huge when your you know, peers vote you for that. And uh, so I'm excited to be there. Guys like Tony Dungy and Mike Singletary uh, there at Caesars Palace. Uh, then we'll have probably a few other uh, you know, former present-day uh, players, either on video or in person, at the breakfast. So now, what about the fans? Can the fans get tickets? Can they attend? I believe they're still available. Uh, I I don't know if you have the the website. SuperBowlBreakfast.com. Uh, yeah. yep, oh, man, you know I've got the website. That's right. I know you SuperBowlBreakfast.com. Yeah. I got you. But you can still go. I still I believe there's still tickets available. And uh, I, I tell you what, you won't regret getting a ticket, getting a group getting yourself over there and uh, checking out the breakfast, checking out the program and just see, you know, a lot of these former present day players sharing what's important to them in life. You uh-huh. know, I, athletes in action, I've been involved with them for 43, going on 44 years. I left USC, my wife and I, Didi, we venture off to Cincinnati, got plugged in there and they have a great tagline, victory beyond competition. Uh, Think I about like that. that. I like that. I mean, we can compete, it, it, but the true explain victory. Explain what that means yeah. to you. I like that. What it means to me is my victory is my faith. And that's beyond the competitions, beyond what we've been talking about. Super Bowls and playing against the Steelers and the Raiders and the Brands. Victory beyond competition. And I love that tagline. It seems to me that's why whenever I talk to somebody who's lost a Super Bowl or more, it stays with them. They're haunted by it. You're at peace with it, and I think that's why. It's what you just said. There's something yeah. bigger than the game. I agree. I mean, yeah, and it's, 
And I just heard the other day, somebody was talking about, it's what I did, not who, who I, I am. am. Right. Yeah. And to me, I tell people back when I got in the league, I didn't know a whole lot. Don't know a whole lot more now, but I know that, that it's <laughs> what I did. And what, when I was doing it, I wanted to be the best. But I wouldn't bring it home. And once I retired, it was time to move on and do other things. And I'm thankful that I've had plenty of other opportunities to move forward. But still stay close to the game. Talk about the game. Go to games. And, and just kind of reminisce. And, you know, nothing better than going to a game and sitting with, you know, former teammates and watching the present-day guys play. It's the best. And What's rooting better? them on. You know, we're, big, we're their biggest fans. And, uh, you know, we kind of reminisce, and, you know, back in the day. But it's a different game, and we root for the guys. Anthony Munoz, why do you think I began this segment by saying one of my favorite things to do every single week this time of year is to run down this big dude? Anthony, <laughs> so good to see you, man. I appreciate hey. the friendship. I appreciate all the content. Thank you, you man. Always good. You being look with like you. a million, man. You look like a million. Well, thank you. It's great you. to see Appreciate you. Thank you. Anthony Jim. Munoz. I love that. That's one of my favorite things every single year, right here, the week of Super Bowl. All right. We will take a short time out right now. Once again, once you if you want to take a shot, hey yo, what's up? Good to see people on the street. The sun is out, the fans are out. Good to see you, man. What's up? We are live from right outside the Bellagio. If you're watching on CBS Sports Network, the site is incredible. We'll break right now, get you a sports update. Here's the very latest on this Wednesday. Live from Las Vegas, site of Super Bowl 58. This is the Jim Rome Show on CBS Sports Radio. Welcome back. I am Jim Rome. The show continuing from the Strip in Las Vegas. We're having an awesome time. Quick reminder, this year, Dell Technologies wants to help you do amazing things with their best tech. For a limited time, only save on select next-gen PCs like the XPS 13, plus powered by Intel Core processors and more, plus curate your dream setup with great deals on select monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories when you shop online at dell.com slash deals. You will have access to leading-edge technology to match your forward-thinking spirit and free shipping on everything. Once again, and that's Dell.com slash deals. Also, remember, Wednesday is always an ATP day. Ask the pros. Brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. What you want to do is go to CBSSportsRadio.com slash ask the pros. Submit your question there. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all of your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. All right. Welcome back. What's going on? I am Jim Rome. The sun is out. We are in Vegas. If you're just now joining us midweek, what's different this year is I'm off the row. I am right outside the Bellagio. It feels amazing. The set's incredible. And I've got another guest walking on right now. We are joined. If you're watching on CBS Sports Network, you see this by a wide receiver for the Patriots. He just wrapped up his third season in New England, his seventh overall in the league. He played in Super Bowl 54 with the Niners this season. He had 37 receptions and four touchdowns but did so in eight games. I'm talking about Kendrick Bourne. Kendrick, my man, you look great, dude. It's great to see you. How you feeling? Yes, sir. Thanks, Jim. You look good, too, man. I'm feeling great, man. You know, getting back to where I was at before I got hurt, you know, feeling good, rehabbing every day, getting right. Dude, you, you got exactly where I wanted to start. When you and I spoke in October, mm-hmm. man, you were having a year now you yes, were having a year you were on yes, pace sir. to have your best year ever you're coming off a huge game against the bills unfortunately you tore your acl so bring me up to date how's the knee and how's the rehab process where are you at uh rehab's been great man i'm ahead of schedule looking good feeling good uh just on a consistent schedule uh with my pt and it's been good man uh 
uh, just trying to get back to where I was, like you said. And uh, I think I'm, I'm in a great place, man, mentally, physically, spiritually, just trying to get these quads strong, you know, and, and prepare myself to get back to where I was. My man, I love the energy so much. Sir. I love the energy so much, and I'll tell you why. Because I think that in the NFL, what we know is getting hurt, it's not a question of if, it's a matter of when yes. and how badly when it happens. Mm-hmm. But the fans don't understand this, right? You get hurt, you go away, the fans move on, it's the next man up mentality. But then there's the guy. The guy is dealing with it. The guy is mm-hmm. living with it. How lonely can rehab get? And is it tougher mentally or physically? That's a great way to put it. It's 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 almost depressing in a sense. So I have to be mentally strong at all points. Man, I, and I take it back to how I am off the field, you know, doing the right things off the field um, to put myself in position for later on in my life. You know, the longevity of doing finances right, doing the things right. So it's not so much that I need to go play football, but just setting myself up for success. Dude, it's holistic. Yeah, it's sir. a lifestyle. So, it's an identity. It, it, it's the whole thing. It's the whole thing. So um, it's helped me uh, deal with this process of knowing that I'm okay off the field. Put my money in the right places. It's a serious thing. So if I really needed football and needed the money in that sense, I'm, I'm chasing. I'm chasing the the goals and, and the money and and the contracts, of course. But I've done the right things off the field to where I can do this process with a great mentality and not get depressed as I started. Man, that is such a great point. That is such a great way to put that. Kendrick Bourne is joining us right now. You know the saying also that for every setback, it sets Mm. up a bigger comeback. It's a great saying. But is it true? For instance, is the goal to get back to where you were, or is it realistic? Can mm. you go through that rehab, and can you be even better when you come back? That's a great way to put it. Again, I, I, that's what I want to do. You know, that's how I think, of course. And uh, I felt like I was in the best shape of my life that I've ever been before I got hurt. And I am going to come back better because uh, what the doctors say, what people say, is that you truly get stronger after going through a traumatic injury as I did. So um, I definitely feel stronger already as I go through rehab. I never focused on my legs as much as I have now. I'm an upper body lifting kind of guy. I wanna, you know, everybody wants to look good up top, but you have to worry about your legs. You have to worry about your glutes. You have to worry about your hamstrings, all these things. Your core. Uh, your core is the main thing. And so just focusing on that um, in detail, as I've never done, is going to make me come back better. Hey, dude, I, in no way would I compare anything physical. I mean, look at me. I'm not going to compare me to you in any way. But core, core, I, I've told my listeners I had double hernia surgery. Wow. Dude, you have no idea how important the core is until the core ain't there, right? Oh, my goodness. It's everything. It's the, it's the centerpiece. So that's something that I worked on very hard uh, going into 2023. So that was very important of how I moved, how I jumped, how I reacted to the ball and was able to make those plays. So focusing on core, focusing on legs, and it all comes together, man, to be a a good football player. Kendrick Bourne joining us with the best energy ever. (laughs) What about the business of football, right? So you're coming back from the injury. Uh We've talked about your journey in the past, man. There's no doubt. I mean, aside from all this positivity, don't confuse the fact you got a fire in your gut now. You've overcome a lot. I know your journey. You and I have talked about your journey. You're also going to hit the free agent market. How are you approaching that? I know you like where you are right now, Mm -hmm. but are you anxious to see what else is out there? I am. I am. So, like you said, I love the Patriots. I love what they've done for me. Obviously, I was a Niner before. Going from the Niners to free agency, I didn't know the Patriots wanted me. So, there's no knowing for me who wants me right now. Just being a good person, just being a good football player, doing the things that I'm talking about, working hard, and putting my best opportunity out there for myself, um, doing the things within. Like I said, working hard, doing just little detailed things that teams might see that they want on their team. So, uh, just giving myself the best opportunity, man. And But I would love to be a Patriot again. I say it all the time, man. They've helped me a lot. 
Belichick changed my life. Obviously, it's Mayo now. How? How? Um, he paid me. He paid me. He paid my first <laughs> contract. Helps. You know, what? it is. It changed my family's life, so I'm always thankful for it, man. And I don't take it for granted. So, um, it's an organization that is wholehearted, like a, a special place in my heart. So, um, I would love to go back, but I'm definitely open to somebody else investing in me and, and giving me an opportunity. It's it's definitely open. Kendrick Bourne is joining us, so it's got to be so strange, right? If you're a Patriot and you have been for a few years, mm-hmm. Bill's not there. Now, yeah. Bill, when he was there, he was omnipresent, man. He was everywhere <laughs> at all times. I mean, but it just goes to show, man, nobody's safe in that league. It is a ruthless league. No. If the GOAT can be let go, anybody can. What do you think? Maybe you go back, maybe you don't. What's it going to be like for those who are in that facility to walk in that facility and not see Bill or feel Bill? How weird is that yeah, going to be? I think it's going to be different. Um, Bill was very, you know, whoever the best player was was going to play. And I love that mentality because it's not about money. It's not about anything. Bill really believed in the best players is going to help the team win. So he do was your good. job. Yeah, do it. Exactly. They don't have to say anything else. So I think it's just going to be a different vibe. But Mayo understands that that uh, culture. He, he I think he's going to meet the younger guys where they are, it's going to be a balance more of, of that same culture, but a little bit of critiquing and a little bit of more swag and, and energy to the room. So um, I'm excited to see how it goes. He he knows how Bill was, and then he he's he's a, a younger guy too. So this new era, new age um, of players, I think it's going to work out well for Mayo. It's it's a really tough guy to follow, needless to say, but he's in the system. He's well-liked in that mm-hmm. facility. The players know him. I'm really curious to see how he does, mm-hmm. and I think he'll do well. Listen, you mentioned he played for the 49ers. Since you mm-hmm. know that Kyle Shanahan system, how yes. do you think he's going to go about trying to attack a Chiefs defense, which has mm-hmm. been the best defense we've seen during their recent yeah. Super Bowl runs? I think their run game is going to be phenomenal. Um, Chris McCaffrey, obviously, is phenomenal. And uh, I feel like la- the last time we played them, obviously I was a part of it, and uh, we didn't run the ball enough. We didn't uh. run the ball. So I think he's going to attack the run game this game as there- it's the rematch. So I think that's going to be the biggest key for them to get play-action passes, those things, get down the field, because Chiefs have a good defense, so the run game has to be established for them to be successful in the pass I agree game. with you. That's a good yes, way sir. to keep the ball away from Patrick Mahomes. Now, you know, from <laughs> exactly. a receiver standpoint, right, the Chiefs receivers did not have a good year. They led mm. the league in drops, mm. but then they seemed to fix that once they got to the postseason. But you've been here before. It Could that flare up again mm. in a high-pressure situation, or do you think they're beyond, or beyond that at this point? That's a great question. I... It, if, if you're a player that gets scared of the lights and gets scared of the glitz and glamour, it, it, it might happen again. But uh, if do, do, do guys, can you get to that level and no, do the it, lights it and gets, the big stage and the glamour? So, so does it get to guys? It Play does. It out. So Jerry's World and at that Cowboy Stadium is serious. So that you look up, it's super hot. The lights is crazy. You got the cheerleaders, the cars up there. You you get caught up in it. You got you can't be distracted by. So the Super Bowl is just a glorified game. So. If you're one of those players that get distracted and looking out to the crowd and all that, you might go drop a couple passes. But if you can lock in and focus and and just treat it like a normal game but still enjoy it and and, and have fun and look at those things as this is enjoyable, this is different, this is unique, this is special, I think you'll go out there and catch every pass. Like Travis Kelsey, he's going to catch everything in postseason. He does, he, he's and, built and he different. Has, and he has, <laughs> exactly. right? You tell me, dude, like, how long did it take you when you played in the Super Bowl to settle into, all right, I'm fine, I'm good, it's another game? Yeah. Uh, it, it was natural for me, man. I just, you know, I, I'd enjoyed it all. I just 
I just soaked it all in. It wasn't nothing too big for me. I feel Dude, like you I, loved it. You I loved it. it. You, loved, you weren't afraid of it. You loved it. I loved it. So that that's what I would give advice to any young guy going into the game. Just love it as you always have, and you'll have a successful game. All right. So how do you think this one plays out? Ah, so I'm so biased right now. You know, obviously I was with the Niners and. Uh, Patrick Mahomes beat me, so I should have a Super Bowl ring. I look at the stupid <laughs> NFC ring, and I and I just did, did you just I love say it. I look at the stupid <laughs> NFC ring? Is that how you I, see I, that ring? That's how I see Are you that proud ring. of the ring, or is that a stupid it's, NFC it's ring? It's like I'm in between. I love uh, having the ring, but do I, you wear it? I, I don't wear it because it's, it's a stupid <laughs> NFC ring. <laughs> so yeah, it's just amazing, in my dude. display case. But so I'm biased. I'm, I'm in between, but I love my guys uh, in San Francisco. I got great relationships with Kiddo and Debo and Ayuk and all those guys. So I want to see those guys win. Obviously, I don't know Brock Purdy, but I love how he plays and I love the underdog story. So did I? And I, I don't I, like Mahomes. I like Mahomes, but I don't. He took my Super Bowl. So I get that, man. I, in fact, all the great ones take it personally. I would be disappointed if you didn't. Hey, speaking of uh, bling, look at this. Oh wait, oh, you're way same? better than me. Same, no, same. No, same, no, that's no? not the same. That's not the same. That's better. My man, I, I thought it was exactly the same, but you went yellow. I can't really pull yellow off. I got to go white. But I wear it on my right hand. People, my, my, everybody gets mad at me. But why? Why, why? Why do you wear that on your right hand? I don't hand? know. I'll tell you why. The same reason anybody does anything because they can. Because <laughs> Honestly, they can. Though, so the the little time switcher thing it Dude. pokes my hand on my left. So uh. it's so uncomfortable when I. Because I let it, like, kind of flap around. Can you? you okay, you do. Yeah, I don't like it too tight. Can you set the date on that thing? That's a complicated watch. Do you nope. want to set the date? So I do, but I always, like, don't wear it one day, so then it always goes back. Just let it go, man, yeah. right? <laughs> I mean, even even a broken watch is right twice a day, <laughs> even one that costs that much. My man, I, I so appreciate the energy. I appreciate yes, you showing up. Man, you make it so much better, Kendrick. Really good to see you. Yes, sir. Good Thank luck you, with Jim. everything. Can't wait to see where you end up next season. And as soon as you find your new home, or maybe your new home is your old home, I know we'll chop it up again. Appreciate you. Yes, sir. Thank you, Jeff. Yes, sir. Kendrick Bourne. That's how you do it. That's how you show up. That's the energy I'm looking for. Telephone number is toll-free, 1-800-636-8686. As we wrap up hour number one, let me just check base with you, clones. see what you're saying about my fit today. I know you'll be all over me. Check this guy, Kendrick. Hey, Rome, Monday, you rocked a Bob Goulet look. Tuesday, you channeled your inner Rocky Balboa in the cold. Today, I'm feeling Rat Pack vibes. <laughs> Styling like Dino or Sinatra, babe. Very tight. Sun's out in Vegas, and the future looks bright for Jim Rome. Jimmy K in Illinois. Dude, you know what you are? You're a high-volume shooter. None of yourself is, stuff is good, but you just keep coming, don't you? Jimmy, you just keep coming. I love the way you're wearing your turtleneck, though. It's, you got, got to, you, like, man. fold it twice. No, I didn't See, do that on purpose. It just did, did that on that its own. Is, I'm taking that. For real. I usually just fold it once. But Me like, too. That, that was the plan. That's clean. So right. whoever said no, that. No, I did that on See, purpose. See, they don't know the details. No, dude, really I did that see. on purpose, all right? See? You see me working. Swag. They don't all right, know. I like that, man. I'm telling you, dude. I'm telling you. All right, that's the end of our number one. Kendrick Bourne, he gets it. He knows. <laughs> Joining me right here on the set. We are outside the Fountains of the Bellagio. One hour down, two hours to go. Having a great time in Vegas. The sun is out. Our Super Bowl coverage continues. Don't go anywhere.